Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. So on today's episode, we will be talking about ghosting. And why are we talking about that, Cindy? What is ghosting? Some people might not understand what that even means. Ghosting is just when you kind of vanish from someone's life, kind of up and leave, you stop talking to them. Mm -hmm. Yes. We're talking about this because I have been ghosted. (laughs) And when I reflect upon my NVC journey, I often have so much gratitude because I usually can boastfully report that I have connection and all of my relationships, which is not something I think most people can say. Most people have lots of disconnection in different places. And I am very fortunate that I think because of knowing NVC, I'm able to get back into connection in, I would say, almost all circumstances or to date, all circumstances. But in the last few months, I have a friend who is not speaking to me and I honestly don't know why, and I have reached out to this person using empathy, and it was true empathy, like it wasn't just made up empathy, it was with a lot of curiosity and concern, and still haven't heard back, and I know this person is still out there moving and going in the world, just because we have mutual friends, and it's very confusing, very, very confusing for me, and sad super sad. And I just thought it might be helpful to speak with you a little bit about like, what do you do? Because I'm sure I'm not the only person in the world that this has happened to. And nonviolent communication is so helpful when you have two people in dialogue, but what do you do when that's not available to you? Yeah. Do you want any reflection? Sure. Just a little bit. Yeah. So usually you have a lot of connection in your relationships, but you've been experiencing disconnection with a particular person for a while now and you've communicated to them with genuine empathy curiosity and they just haven't responded and it like you feel really sad around it mm-hmm. sad and confused and really mourning a lot friendship clarity those are probably the big ones friendship and clarity originally it was a lot of emotional safety So I guess this kind of gets into like, what do you do with it? I've had to do a lot of my own work around it, right? Because at first I felt angry. This was not too long after my mom passed. And so I felt very angry and hurt. And I really didn't want to be living in that space. It's a very yucky, uncomfortable place. And what I think I realized was... Part of what was happening for me, and I would love for you to track this with me, Heather, part of I think what was happening for me was it's scary for me to have somebody that is not talking to me and I don't know why. It brings up a lot of stuff around emotional safety, like what did I do? What did I say? What did I do that was so, quote, wrong that ended in this circumstance? And I don't know. And so you can't even make a correction. You can't even reroute your behavior if you don't have feedback from the other person. This is a very scary place to be. It's also very connected, I think, to my childhood wounds, so to speak, of being in trouble and not knowing why I'm in trouble, or I see it 
very connected to that. And luckily, I think I was able to tie a lot of that together to see, oh, okay, like that's what's at play with me and why I feel scared and nervous and maybe even defensive and therefore angry towards this person when I didn't even need to go there. If I could just stick with nonviolent communication and just stick with what's the observation, what am I feeling, what am I needing, I could kind of reroute all of that thinking. And I would love to know what you're hearing in all of that, Heather, because it would be helpful to know if I'm making any sense. So this person just not talking to you and not explaining why dredges up a lot of deep childhood stuff for you around being in trouble and not knowing why and being confused and having some anger come up and being scared. Can I interrupt there just for a second? Because I think what's important here is I think that this happens for many people in a moment of either conflict or ghosting or a situation that you're not comfortable in. We tend to go into defense mode and make other person wrong when a lot of it has to do with your own psychological stuff going on, deep stuff that you might not even be tracking. And then you end up acting or saying things towards the other person without taking ownership of like what you're saying to yourself or what some of the underlying difficulties that might not even have anything to do with the reality of the circumstance. I think this comes into play in many people's interactions. And that's why there's so much conflict going on in the world that we don't know how to resolve. I'll pause there because that's another piece of this that I would love to know if that makes sense. Yeah, I think this is what you're saying. I think we tend to react to people as if they are the source of whatever the wound is and not the trigger for it. Exactly. Yes. And then it just makes more separation between you and other. And I mean, I still feel very sad because I love this person and I really love spending time with this person a lot. So I miss that. But I'm very happy that I don't feel anger because that would just be salt in the wound, like that I was able to move beyond anger and really think that I can stay there. So that's kind of my in of like, what do you do when someone ghosts you, so to speak, drops out of your life? There are many places where I have my needs for friendship met. And like there were some needs early on in this whole disconnection around need to know that I mattered. But luckily that shifted very quickly because it was right around the time when my mom died and I had so much support and many needs around knowing that I mattered and love. So I couldn't miss that. So it's just a good example of strategies versus needs and shifting your focus a little bit. And it's not to say that I'm perfect with it and that I maybe don't have moments where it's still hard, but mostly I'm just so very grateful that I am able to see things with what the observation is, what I'm feeling, what I'm needing, and making some requests around all of this so that I get my needs met maybe in other ways. Yeah. So it sounds like while this is a painful situation, you also have appreciation for the process and your own growth within it. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, it is very painful because like I said at the very beginning of this, I honestly can't recall a situation where NBC didn't help me come back into connection with another person. I can't think, knock wood, I can't think of another situation where that wasn't real and a possibility. And even with this person, we'd had many times where we would have difficult 
situations and then we would have our communication and things would be really even more connected. So to have a situation where I can't say that anymore, can't say, oh, NBC will always get you back into connection with other because that's just not the truth in this circumstance, at least at this point in time, maybe in the future, I would hope, I hope that it could, but it did help me have a level of connection with self and also, yeah, a lot of self-love, like opening a door to that at a deeper level that maybe I have never had access to and more acceptance around, oh, I don't have to be scared about doing something wrong. Like that's an old thing and being able to provide love to self. I don't know even know if what I'm saying is making any sense at all. This process has created a stronger relationship for you with yourself. And so you've been able to meet those needs for knowing you matter and for love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's been a little bit profound, very sad and profound and helpful and just a lot of stuff connected to it. And I just thought maybe this could be helpful to our listeners because I'm sure there are people out there that are suffering in one way or another by having disconnection with someone in their lives that they would like it to be otherwise. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Because this person knows NVC, does it seem more difficult for you knowing that they are aware of the process? Maybe. I mean, that's painful as well, for sure. I don't know if it would be harder with somebody that didn't know it. I'm sure that doesn't help. I mean, I guess I would have more hope that connection is possible because we've done this before. There's a track laid down to see that that is possible. Yeah, I guess was there more frustration around it because maybe you thought initially you know the process. Yeah, probably initially I would say there definitely was. There was definitely some initial anger around all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all I could say. I think it's a reasonable question to ask. I don't know the 100% answer to it. I'm sure there was something there connected to the hurt and also the hope. (laughs) It's also connected to the hope that Maybe one day I will have connection with this person again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you listening. I hope that this was useful for folks out there, especially anybody else who's in a circumstance where you have somebody that won't listen to you or connect with you or be in your life anymore. All right. And on that note, the Empathy Warm Line is 850 You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NBC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www.thebigbmethod.com. That's www.thebigbiemethod.com. And remember, empathy first.